Hi, this is Kara Eglinton, host of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and this is our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 15-year-old Erin Bird. She is considered an endangered runaway. Erin went missing from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, on November 19, 2011. She is Caucasian, 5'3", weighing 112 pounds with brown eyes and blonde hair. If you know of Aaron Bird's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That is 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Aaron Bird, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the age of between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. Today's kids can face some very tough issues in their lives every day. Now we have a place to come to for some much-needed help. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, here is your host. Thank you. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, The Ugly here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. And this is The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. I already said that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm losing my mind today. Anyways, our topic today is Occupied Wall Street, and we're going to give you some highlights because I know a lot of teens, like me, had no idea what the Occupied Wall Street was about. You just heard the hype about it and and all the riots and stuff like that. Well, let's get, like, our viewpoints on it first off. What do you think of Occupied Wall Street? Do you know anything about Occupied Wall Street, Kara? I know the basic facts. I know that it's a protest movement, and it began September 17th of this year. In New York, and um, when I've heard the slogan, like, we are the 99%, and I found out that that refers to the growing difference in wealth in the U.S. between the wealthiest 1% and the rest of the population. So, like, I got to learn a little bit more about it, but, like, when I first heard about it, I didn't really know what it was. I I figured it was some kind of movement that somebody's trying to do, but just... (laughs) Really didn't know why, yeah. but when when I fir- first heard of Occupied Wall Street, I thought it was like a carnival. Like, uh, what like what kind of carnivals do they have that is like a week long, like Mardi Gras? But you don't flash something to get beads. You they're just setting up tents and pooping everywhere. I guess. Uh, yeah, because that's what like in the news I hear all these different things. Like, oh, the the protesters are now urinating and. And uh, just releasing bodily functions everywhere to say, like, oh, I'm giving poop to the man or something like that. It's like, like, I don't understand why people just get all hyped up and some of the half the half the protesters don't even know what they're protesting exactly and you know actually i got to see it firsthand when um just this october like the last week of october i got to go to michigan and we were me and my dad and my sister were walking in downtown detroit and that was actually the first time i've really even seen anything like that there's a huge park that's like literally in the middle of downtown detroit it's almost like central park in a way but it's just like it's a big park and Every square inch of this literally was tense and people sleeping there and having signs everywhere like we are the 99% and Occupy Movement Detroit. And my dad, I mean, I didn't really understand because he was laughing so hard. And then he was like, you know, I have to go in there and give them a piece of my mind. I'm like, no, do not. Please. I just imagine your dad (laughs) just walking up there like, listen here, you know, you just got to pay attention to me. And oh, and I and I was telling my dad, I'm like, if you did that. I don't know you anymore. Like, seriously, I just, but, you know, actually what I found out is it spread over 100 cities in the U.S. And actions of the movement have been in over 1,500 countries, or not countries, but cities globally. Yeah, and you know what's really, really cool is that they, after it came out, they created a, in mid-October, actually the movement started in, uh, 
August, it was supposed to be a blog for Tumblr, but by October, in mid-October, Facebook listed up to 125 occupied-related pages and roughly one in every 500 hashtags used on Twitter all around the world was has its own movement. And it's it's really how fast this, like, starts. It's growing. It's, it's spreading like wildfire because now we hear that it's in Phoenix. You hear of Occupied Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a couple of kids in my high school. They were going to protest, and they asked me, like, they asked me if I wanted to join. And I... I went up, they went up to me and was like, hey, do you want to come protest with us down at, uh, down at Tempe Town Lake or something? I don't know, I don't know where they said, and I'm like, okay, what's it about? And they're like, what do you mean, what's it about? We're just going to go down and protest. And I was just like, do you even know what you're protesting for? (laughs) Yeah, and that's kind of ridiculous that people don't really know, like, what the, main point of this is and i found out these people are literally just fighting against the power of all the major banks and multinational corporations and the role of wall street which is which you know the role of wall street they believe was creating the economic collapse that was our recession right now you know and like how our recession is continuing to grow and it's probably one of the biggest recessions that has ever happened in our world Really. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> I'm not the good, bad, the ugly. I'm Emma McCauley, and that's... I'm Kara Eglinton. <laughs> and this is the good, the bad, the ugly, not I'm the good, the bad, the ugly. Which I sometimes can be on other days when I can be good and bad and ugly. Anyways, and our topic today is Wall Occupied Wall Street. And what seems fascinating to me, Kara, is that... Uh, the national polls over October and November of 2011 were mixed, with agreement agreement approval ratings for w- occupied Wall Street varying from 59% to 22%. But approval was fairly consistent, large, consistently larger than disapproval, with large numbers often not given an option. The age group that mostly strongly supports the occupied Wall Streets are 50 to 64-year-old rather than under 35. Occupied Wall Street has the strongest support among the makings of 50,000 to 70,000 a year rather than a 30,000 within 27% of people making over 75,000 a year packing the movement. Managers and other professionals support the movement more than blue-collar workers, and men over 50 show the strongest support. That's what seems fascinating to me because I've seen all these teens going out there and picketing and stuff like that. I I just can't, because my dad just turned 50, I cannot imagine him going out there going, yeah, Occupy Wall Street. You know, I, you don't, you can't imagine that. It it feel, I kind of feel like we're in like a 70s movie where we're protesting on something and you see all the hippie signs and the uh, hippie vans and stuff like that. You don't see, it's like, it's weird, you know? Well, I feel that it's a lot of teens and not adults because this is going to become our generation. Like we are the next generation. I mean, the people who are in multinational corporations and companies right now are older people and older adults and they're at the peak of their time i mean you know obviously the recession and you know what's happening in our economy right now is affecting them but i think in the ultimate run it's going to be affecting us more because it's going to be harder for us to find jobs and it's going to be harder for us to start multinational companies and stuff with the way that the economy is going in our recession and i think that's why teenagers are so attracted to it is because either well because either they're just wanting something to do because they're just that bored or they actually know what the cause is about and then you know they're trying to just say what they believe in with this well do you want me to tell you what i what i think about it okay to be honest okay i'm gonna be honest with you that when like the presidential comes around the presidential candidates i i'm a teenager and i vote for the most popular i i don't care what they believe in i don't care as long as they're like really popular like all the um 
celebrities are talking about them and all the because I'm being honest because that's a normal teenager's response would be is choosing the highest popular one yeah because you wouldn't choose something like you have a bag of Doritos that they've endorsed for a lot of money let alone like cheese and crackers what what would you choose what would seem more appealing Doritos or cheesy crackers (laughs) probably the Doritos (laughs) Because that, that's what I think of things, that I, I choose things because they're more popular. And I think that's why more teens are choosing to go after that, because that's what's hip. That's what's important right now. That's the popularity. And that sense is getting so much hype. That's what the teens are going for. And they don't know what the real facts are. They don't know what... Honestly, I didn't even know what Occupied Wall Street was. I honestly had... No idea until I researched it. Yeah, because, same with me. Because you hear it in the news, like, you hear all all the t- violence that the police are causing and plus the uh, advocates are causing and all the uproar. And it's like, this happened in the 70s. Why is it happening now? Yeah, I'm... That's a good question, though, and I think that's something that everybody, I think, needs to consider, too, if they're either even thinking about joining this protest or if they actually are in it right now. Because if you're in it and you support it, you don't, ha- you don't have to be, like, with the protesters. You can fight it, I guess, around the system, you know? Yeah. But let's take a break. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. Keep it right. Uh, keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. We're tuned in to the good, the bad, and the ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the good and the bad and the ugly here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Kara Eglinton. And I'm Emma McCauley. And our topic today is Occupy Wall Street. Yep, Occupy Wall Street. <laughs> now, Emma, what do you have for us today on Occupy Wall Street? Well, Kara, I'll I'll tell you that I've you've heard so much hype on Occupied Wall Street and you've hear, heard it on the news and I wanted to know what it was about. So I got my handy dandy computer and I typed Occupied Wall Street and I clicked enter and the first thing that popped up were uh, articles and stuff like that, but they never gave me full true answers on what Occupied Wall Street is. 
so I gave up on my search mm-hmm. and I I went to the only person that I think I it I knew best, wikipedia.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I typed in Occupied Wall Street and they gave me the full synopsis of what it is. And it was just mind-blowing that you get all this information just because of Wikipedia. And I know some people aren't can't use it because they can edit and add their own things like Oh, in New York, there's a flying pink bird called <laughs> by Angry Birds, you know, and that's Wikipedia. But when I learn more information about it, they are adding information. And they're not saying – there's some topics about it on Wikipedia. But on Occupied Wall Street, the protest movement, which began on September 17, 2011, in Zuccotti Park, located in the New York City's Wall Street Financial District, which was intended by the Canadian advocacy group called Adbusters, the protests are – the protests are against social and economic inequality, high unemployment, greed, as well as corruption and undue influence of the corporations, partly from the financial services of the government. And that's that blew my mind. I was like, wow. <laughs> I just, just reading one paragraph just blew my mind. That, that basically, what is Occupied Wall Street? There you go. <laughs> yeah, basic definition that I'm pretty sure anybody could really understand. Well, if you want to get more information, I have a little bit more. In July 13, 2011, a blog post, the Canadian-based Adbusters Foundation, best known for their advertisement-free magazine Adbusters, proposed a peaceful occupation of Wall Street to protest corporate influence of democracy and absent of legal repercussions from the bankers behind the recent global financial crisis and growing disparity in wealth. So what I'm getting from is that they're the uh, adbusters are saying that our government financial problems are due to the government and for their financial problems. That's, I was just like, wow. And well, there's another group called anonymous encouraged its readers to take part in a protest calling protesters to flood lower Manhattan, set up tents, kitchens and peaceful barricades and occupy wall street. So I'm guessing that's how that all started, where all the tents and the kitchens and everything, because, like, they had all the... If you see pictures, because if you... I guess if you Google Occupied Wall Street and you get images, you'll see what I'm talking about. They... I kid you not, from corner to corner is set up nonstop in tents. Yeah. And there's kitchens, and there's, like, hot dog vendors, too, because... You know, if the, you know, if there's an occupied wall, they need money. So you know, <laughs> why not wield themselves all over there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and an occupied Wall Street page on Facebook began on sem- September 19th within a YouTube video of an early protest, and by September 22nd, it had reached a critical mass. By mid-October, Facebook listed 125 occupied-related pages and w- roughly one in every. 50 hashtags on Twitter. And if you don't know what hashtag is, I guess it's like the number sign and then like Occupy Wall Street. And okay. and that's that's what's spreading on Twitter because I'm I'm getting I'm putting deeping like dipping my toe into the Twitter world that I'm learning more how to tweet and what to tweet and who to tweet. And all I see on Twitter sometimes is all occupied stuff. And that's what I, when I turn on my phone and I turn on the Twitter app, that's what it is. And the news and stuff like that. And it's really, really scary. And the protest is what, the protest was begun at Zuccotti Park since it was private property and police could not legally force protesters to leave without being requested to, to do so by the property owners. So that was... yeah. Like, I wonder who owns that that gave him permission. And at a press conference held on the same day, as the protesters began, New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg explained, people have a right to protest, and if they want to protest, we'll be happy to make sure they have locations to do it. Which, that I thought that was pretty cool, that the mayor is stepping in saying, hey, We'll let you get that piece of property, but you can't do anything anything bigger than that or smaller. Like, 
I guess, go out of the boundaries of the location. Yeah, it's good that he's, I mean, he's probably giving his two cents in, but he's also respecting their wishes, and he's making sure that they get what they need, but not breaking any laws or not really trying to violate anything. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network, and this is The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. And our topic today is Occupied Wall Street. And you know the phrase that you talked about earlier, the phrase, the 99% is a political slogan of the Occupied Wall Street. Oh, like, yeah, we yeah. are the 99%. Is You're saying is a political slogan? Yes. And it was actually originally launched as a, tw- a Tumblr blog. You know what Tumblr is, yes. right? Everybody knows what Tumblr is. Tumblr, it, uh, it's supposed to be a Tumblr blog page in late August in 2011. And it refers to the vast consideration of wealth among the top 1% of income earners compared to the other 99% and indicates the most people are paying the price for the mistakes of the tiny minority. So that's why, that's why you see like the 99% and because I didn't know what that meant. I honestly, yeah, like we are the 99%. I'm just like, are you, are, are you explaining like hand sanitizer where you kill 99.9% of germs. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you in the way that I didn't even know what that meant at all when like, I first heard that. I'm not ta- trying to say, like, oh, that's a dumb <laughs> slogan. I'm just saying I didn't know what it meant. Exactly. I, I thought you were I, – I honestly thought you were talking about germs. Honestly. <sighs> well, <laughs> I didn't think they were talking about germs, but – I was wanting to know, we are the 99% of what exactly? Like, 99% of the world? I mean, like, what are you trying to get at? And I think, I don't know, I mean, because I think the, most people, when they're going to be doing a protest or whatever, they want to come up with a good slogan that's going to be kind of short and concise and can catch. And to the point. Oh, yeah, and it can catch someone's eye, and that's just what they came up with. And I just think that was when they're going to be coming up with stuff like that. They need to be more clear on what they're actually getting at. So then people like us and teenagers can actually know what they mean and that we don't have to just join this just because it's such a huge movement and a huge protest. Like we can actually, if we actually ever joined, it was for the actual protest and for the good cause and whatnot. Yeah. And the thing is, is that um, I talked about uh, students of, the people who asked me to join the Occupy Wall Street movement, they actually have pictures up on their Facebook saying, like, oh, we need money, need it now, and uh, where's the dough at? And it's like, there. I think the more main slogan that they need is, we are 99%. And I saw this picture up on Facebook where they have all the, we are 99, and there's one person in the middle saying, we are 1%. Yeah, and because with well, because with my information, what I got was that like the one percent was the wealthy, like the wealthy was going to be the one percent, and then the ninety nine percent is the rest of the economy suffering from the recession and barely being able to get by. You know, doing everything we can just to even get money to go to the store or have fun or go somewhere. I mean, like I, that's what I think they were meaning by that. But and you the know. Thi- and the thing is, is that you know the blue collar workers where they're less paying but they're just normal guys they're not really fighting for it the people who are more fighting for it is the people who are have a little bit more money than the one like they have less money than the one percent but they have more money than the people like they're on the top of the food chain and then there's the middle and then there's the lower class and that's what is blowing my mind is that there's people who have more money they're bit camping out for more money yeah i agree so let's take a break i'm emma mccauley i'm kara eglinton and keep it right here you're listening to the voice america kids network we're making it easier to listen to the voice america talk radio network live wherever you go on iphone blackberry or android download it from the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market do you believe in the supernatural well some do and some don't which is why beyond the third dimension looks at both sides 
You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes, they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to The Good, The Bad, The Ugly here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. And our topic today is Occupied Wall Street. And I I always, I, well, okay, I'm getting confused, I'm getting mixed feelings here right now how do you feel about occupied wall street and would you ever join kara well there's a lot of biased feelings in my opinion of you know occupy wall street i believe that you know it has a good meaning behind it like i think all the people who have joined are just really trying to get their word out there they're really just trying to let people know that you know this economy is going into such a deep recession that the people who are working hard every single day and not really seeming like they're going to be getting anything in return because of the economy and because of how they don't seem to be getting much in return that that's why they're trying to do this protest and to let people know and have this awareness spread. But I think I try to think of it in the shoes of the people who own these multi million dollar companies and corporations that have probably literally built this company from the ground up and you know how like how successful that they've been in their lives with their multi you know corporations and stuff and I think they they need to realize that there's a lot of us out there who are trying to do that same thing where I know there's a lot of people who have high hopes and dreams to the future, like, you know, building their own company or even working for a company or doing that kind of thing. But they like I, I said earlier in the episode, like, you know, these people who work at these companies are at their peak. You know, they're, they've been in these companies for a long time. And, you know, even though it's affecting them, it's going to be affecting us more as the next coming generation. And I think because people like my father, who, you know, like when we ever see, like when we were in Detroit and when we were on a vacation and he saw these people and how he wanted to give them a piece of his mind, mm-hmm. I think it's because my dad owns a company. He's like the second boss of his company and he's literally been there since before I can even remember, you know, like my dad has really worked hard to be where he is today. And, you know, I can't say really of how he feels, but just kind of what I'm interpreting from it. He feels that these people are just trying to get attention and these people are just trying to not work hard enough anymore and that they're just giving up and that just because when people work hard and they're not getting really much in return and not really being successful with their work then now they just want to do this protest and then you know they think that that's the end of it but 
like with me, I honestly don't think I would join it. I don't think I would join the protest because just for one thing, I wouldn't want to be sleeping outside. Like I don't want to <laughs> yeah, be I would, in, in this weather. No, it's raining right now. Well, in Arizona right now, it is raining, gloomy and doomy. But I, if when heat comes around, I, I'm sorry to say, I'm not going to be standing here in 115 degree weather. Like I, I honestly, in my opinion, I, I don't know that much about it, and I'm not going to believe something that. I don't have enough information on. Right. And it's just like, cause yeah, that wasn't my only reason for not really, you know, joining it. I think it's just because like, I'm still so young. Like I'm still, you know, I'm 17 right now and I have my whole life ahead of me and you know, I'm still in school and school is way more important to me than a protest because I mean, even though this this protest is very important to many people and they think that they're getting awareness spread like they are they are getting their awareness spread but i just believe that the people who join this need to be focusing on their personal lives too like they need to be thinking of themselves because i know like in some things in life you have to be selfish and you have to think of yourself because you know with me i'm a huge believer in putting others before me and thinking of others but in some cases i've had to tell myself like you know, I need to think of myself in this kind of situation. And I believe that this situation is something where everybody needs to be thinking of themselves and not just everybody else and thinking like, you know, thinking of your life and thinking of, you know, what you have ahead of you and what you can achieve and to not give up when you don't automatically get success for something that you're trying to work for. Like, I think that I don't, I just, I don't know. Like there's just so many feelings about it, you know, like, I'm sure a lot of people have different reasons on why they've joined it and why they really believe that this is a, this is an important cause and protest. But I mean, I am more than willing to, you know, learn more and more information as more awareness gets spread. And, you know, maybe later on in my life, maybe I will join it. Maybe I will once I know what I'm going to be doing with my life and getting a kickstart to a career and really trying to work for myself and work toward goals that I've achieved and want to achieve. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the good, the bad, the ugly, and I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. And our topic today is Occupied Wall Street. So just, yeah, right now, I'm just kind of saying my opinion on it and just... I mean, I, I might I might be kind of confusing right now just because I'm saying just a bunch of different things, but it's just because I have so many mixed feelings about it because, yeah. I mean, I hear about it all the time. And, you know, my dad, okay, just kind of with anything really, like especially in politics, he is set on something. Like he doesn't, you know, think of the other things. He is, he is set. And, like, I mean, for an example, to make this statement more clear – with um, Republican and Democrats, my dad is a conservative and he is Republican, like all the way. Like with me, I'm kind of more like agnostic. We're like, well, actually, that's talking about two different things now. But basically, <laughs> I'm the kind of person, <laughs> I'm the kind of person who, you know, if I wanted to vote for somebody or if I wanted to do this, then, you know, I'm going to be, you know, learning more about these people themselves and then voting or you know choosing somebody else as not just because like they're republican or democrat but just because of what they believe in yeah what they believe in and what they're going to do for our society and so with my dad since i'm you know since he has his own company and with wall street and the occupy wall street movement he is set on not believing in what these people have to say in the movement just because he is a person who owns a multi- dollar you know corporation company and that you know he's really he sticks to what he believes in and he's very stubborn he doesn't want to have to listen to other people but i'm willing to listen to what these people have to say and what their movement is about but just you know all in all i don't think i would join it yeah and plus i could not imagine you toughing it out in a in a park (laughs) probably (laughs) like i could see you coming out of someone's breakfast and like, where's my hair dryer? Uh, where can I wash my hair? But well, I'm not that bad. I would probably be able to survive. Uh huh. <laughs> no, but still, I, I just, 
I don't know. Like, I just have so much ahead of me right now. And just this protest really isn't something that is in my future right now. You know, I have way too many other things to just drop and just to go and join this protest. But I'm still I'm still going to be here to know about it and to just hear more about it when more things come up in the news and articles. And What would you say to teenagers who are, like who don't know about it but want to protest, what would you say to those teens? Well, for one thing, I would tell them, like, what we've been talking about today, just the main basic thing of what it's about. And then I would try to I would try to get through their minds and, like, you know, what do you believe in? Like, okay, here, actually, how should I explain this? Like, I would try to make them think of their lives, and I would try to make them think of all the different opportunities, like the pros and cons of joining and not joining. And I would really try to make teenagers think about it, you know, because we as teenagers jump into things very quickly. Oh, yeah, I know. You know, we, yeah. yeah, we, you know, we jump into things really quickly, but I would try, you know, pretty much all my might to let people know, like, there's a lot of pros and cons and that you really need to know all these pros and cons to it and you really really need to think about it like they can't just jump into something like that because then you don't want to jump into it and then completely regret it and then you know you're just out Out of luck luck. yeah you're just (laughs) yeah just just yeah that's how my family feels about that and i'll explain more about my views on the next one so yeah it's going to be very intense and it's very it's going to be my point of view and it's great information that I learned from you today hmm. that I've I never thought that I would get that <laughs> kind of information out of you. But you know what? I got it. And, hmm. you know, we're getting people informed. We're letting teens know that. Letting teens know about what Occupy Wall Street really is about. And just to know that there's all the different kinds of options out there and just to consider them. And if you like to email the show, send it to voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Make sure you mention our names, Kara Eglinton and Emma, Emma McCauley, and mention the show name, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, and tell us what you think about Occupied Wall Street. Yeah, would, would you, you join? Would you not join? What kind of information do you have that we don't know? Because I'd love to have more information. If yeah, could. please let us know. We're here to talk to you. So let's take a break. I'm Emma McCauley. I'm Kara Eglinton. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back, to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. 
The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. You are tuned in to the good, the bad, and the ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the good, and the bad, and the ugly here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Kara Eglinton. And I'm Emma McCauley. And our topic today is Occupy Wall Street. And now we're going to spice things up a bit. And I'm going to ask you a, a very important question, Kara. Okay. You know, Occupy Wall Street and everything. What is one topic that you would sit out and just plan out and make you want to camp out and who would you want to talk to to make your difference, make the difference? That's a, that's a, that's a very hard question for me, actually, because there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that make me mad, but one of them is getting, it's the, just what we've been talking about is the whole economy and getting laid off and not having enough jobs and having less and less opportunities to be in a career that you want like if that makes any sense like I'm not I'm not sure how to put that in a shorter way but if I had my poster out there and if I like had a big tent and everything my poster would read give us more jobs you know we are the next generation we deserve jobs we deserve to have our opportunity we deserve to have our voice and we deserve to have our talents you know like i i don't know i'd probably shorten that a little bit but well yeah we're not gonna write it on one poster like you're gonna have small letters (laughs) exactly but i mean i would really try to get it across that you know even though we're teenagers we have such creative minds and we're all unique in our own way and we have an impact on this world and we have our talents and things that we love to do and that we want to get across and only way to really get that kickstart is having a job and having a career and i want to be talking to barack obama the president or talking to the people who run the companies and the people who run the jobs and offices and everything i, I want to be talking to the main people who do this for us and who even make jobs for us and i would try i would try to get across that you know even though we're teenagers even though we're young you know we have we're we want that experience we want the opportunity and give that to us and how can we have more jobs available when the protesters are against the corporation and like they can't well if you camp out what jobs is there if we got more jobs where would be the people because the people would be protesting right well i know because like i was saying earlier like you know i wouldn't even know if i'd actually join occupy wall street but yeah like i i'm not really sure actually just because i there's a lot of issues where i get very angry about and there's a lot of things where i really just want to be different in this world but like how should I explain this? Like, let's see. So I know because a lot of the people are against the multi-million dollar companies, but then I would want to try to be that one person who's different. Like mm-hmm. that one person who is going, not like going against necessarily the Occupy movement, but I want to be that person to, you know, even though like I'm young and I 
don't really have a lot of experience in things. Like, I would want to get that point across that, you know, like, we can help each other. We can all help each other out, and we can all be a huge impact in this world. And that I really think that it would be something people really need to consider and think about. And uh, we need ways to make it easier for the new companies that want to be successful to be successful. And people are getting rejected every day. Yeah. For, because there's what I learned is that when I was watching TV, you know that show, that one show, it took t- in the Disney Channel, it took 25 rejects to get that show. They reject every like they j- reject all the show ideas and, every day. And ho- I would just hope that the people who do run these multi-million dollar companies and the corporations that this would anger them. This would be that kind of push that they would need to make it easier and to listen to us and know that like they're protesting against them because they need that opportunity and they want that experience. They want to be able to be a success in life and that you know these these multi corporation companies really need to start expanding their horizons more they really need to start thinking listening to outside every- the box exactly <laughs> they, they really need to start thinking outside of the horizon and well you have your jobs things i know one thing that i'm more passionate about that i will write this minute i will camp out in front of everybody in a little tent <laughs> with i don't care if i have no electricity i don't care if anything this one this one problem really gets to me and it really gets under my skin to the most part where I, I, I will do this and which is bullying because I am a bully victim. I've been my whole life and I still am a bully being bullied and it's not right to hate on people. And if I had a poster, I would write hate stops now. Because people are hurting themselves. People are even going to the point where they're committing suicide because they're being made fun of of who they are and they're being made fun of not just in person. They're being made fun of over text messages, over computer and newspapers and stuff like that. And it's like, why are you giving so much hate? Why can't you just accept people for who they are? Maybe they're not you in a sense maybe they don't like some things that you do but the thing is is that we spend so much time hating people we don't see that we have some same qualities that they have yeah they just think that they have one if they have one quirk that's what they stick to and i know i would go straight to congressman i would go straight to barack obama i would go straight to the white house i would go Anywhere to get my voice heard because I will talk until I'm blue in the face because I just that I don't use hate very often because hate uses more energy than anything that I feel in emotions. But one thing I really hate is bullying that people can go out there every day and make fun of somebody's clothing or somebody how they talk or how they dress like well clothing how they talk how they look how they are as a person and i know that lady gaga you know you know lady Mons, lady gaga everybody knows lady gaga she's actually going to barack obama and she actually stood up to barack obama for bullying because she wants it to stop because i know she gets the worst harassment of all because she's a celebrity not alone that that she wears clothing that are off to some people and bullying it just that's what gets under my skin instead of occupied wall street we should have something that stops bullying yeah you have a really good point too because that happens every day not just in the united states alone but the whole world i mean if we brought the united states brought in our horizon and plugs into other networks think of how many other how many other people are hurting because we're just hearing about the united states there's only like a couple billion. There's going to be like trillion of people all around the world. And if I had to start a movement, I would start it right now. I would pack up my suitcase. I would pack as many things as I can to survive a cold winter or the heat because I want to make a change. Because that's one thing that really gets under my skin. Because I don't want another kid hurt 
or thinking that they're not good enough for this world. Yeah. Because every person has their voice. They have their personality, and that's what makes them them. And what I say before is that if everybody was exact same, like, I would get annoyed. I would I would get mad at people if they were exactly the same way. Because if I were me and I was locked in a room with myself for two days straight, like an identical, not identical twin, but a clone, I would just be like, get me out of here. And that's why everybody everybody's different. And that's, everybody has different traits in themselves. And you can have quirks that people hate, but you'll have quirks that people love. Yeah, and yeah, you make a really good point of what you would protest. And I could see that it could be something that you're potentially passionate about, which I know with me, you know, when I would, when I was explaining what I would protest about, you know, I'm not really as passionate just because for one thing, I just didn't even want to join this movement, but you would be a really good advocate for that. And I think you would be really good for that and that you would really get your voice out there. And, you know, so maybe, maybe you would consider that. Oh, Right now, I will go out in the blistering cold to get my word out if I had to. Because everybody has a voice, and everybody should share their voice. And it's not just me that I want want kids and teens, if they're, or or even adults, to, if they're not strong enough to share their voice to the world, share their voice with somebody who they care about. That's going to Mm -hmm. do it. Thank you so much for joining us. Listen to the show weekly on VoiceAmericaKids.com. Contact us at VoiceAmericaKids at Yahoo.com. Mention our name, Emma McCauley. And Kara Eglinton. And the show, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. And thanks again for listening. Thank you again for tuning in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on Voice America Kids. We'll talk again next week as we dig into more of the issues that really matter to today's kids, whether they are good, bad, or ugly. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.